Hello, adventure! There's nothing more that brings me joy than a brand new episode of my favorite podcast. But I always do need a refresher, so let's find out what happened last time on The Incredible Party! Arriving at the main storage tent, something seems off with the Quartermaster, who informs them that there will be no circlets available at all. Shaft finds a way into the large tent to find Niyogi activity inside. Simultaneously, a perimeter horn is set off from the edge of the encampment nearest the mountains, and the Rising Four is attacked as it sets off to respond to the alarm. And now the harrowing adventure continues. After casting their spells, the Niyogi uh, still have some movement, so they actually, you see them their little spider legs kind of flip up over the railing of the deck and kind of disappear over the side. Ooh. What? They don't like being above ground. That's not playing fair. Uh, Shakara at the top. So, Shakara, in here I misspoke about your devil sight. Inside of the hunger of Hadar, well, I kind of misspoke. Inside of this, the hunger, it afflicts the blinded condition to you. So, those outside of it can see into it uh, if you have dark vision or devil sight, but inside of it, you are uh, blinded, which just means you have disadvantage on your attack rolls, and attackers that can see you have advantage on theirs. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to try and get out of this, but since it's difficult terrain, I will not make it out. I can only make it to the right to the edge of it. Okay. At the beginning of your turn, those whispers and there's like this squelching noise that uh, the rest of the party is actually a little too far away from the the uh, sphere to hear it themselves but there's something writhing around you and at your feet Emily and, and you take 8 cold damage at the beginning of your turn now yes like you said like due to the uh, difficult terrain and just because you're blinded you can still move forward the way you were facing which was towards the rot troll and the, the weapon uh, so that's okay to continue on that course. And uh, at the beginning, of your, or sorry, at the end of your turn, you can make me a dexterity saving throw. Fourteen. Ooh, that is uh, actually a fail, just barely. Which means you take three acid damage. Ouch. Grimby, also in the hunger, takes nine cold at the beginning of his turn. There's a number of paladins in here uh, caught that you kind of hear them all like calling out against what's uh, affecting them. Grimby is going to try to shuffle forward and basically looking for the closest one that he can get to. And it's just going to try to get them and, and pull them like backwards because he was facing kind of perpendicular to the ship. So he's literally just going to Let's take a step back, which you can't make it too far, though, especially dragging the paladin. He is able to just get himself just outside of the hunger, though. Paladin's inside, yeah, paladin's inside of that sphere. Just a number of their cries just stop as the effects of the sphere, they succumb to them. The rest of the paladins, though, uh, around the ship, those closest to the Niyogi, even though it's kind of dipped out of sight, there's, uh, let's see, there's a crew down on a ballistae at the stern, uh, kind of next to the Venom Troll, and another kind of set a little north, closer to mid-deck. They're each going to activate their circlets. 
Um, you know, I think they're all going to, because just because of the Niogi being, like, no longer visible, I think they're all going to take take their action and play it safe to activate their circlets. We all already did, right? Yeah. As we got beamed up, we just quickly... Halsa, however, she's just going to continue moving towards Shakara. Can get right to the edge of the hunger. Kind of saddling up next to the paladins uh, surrounding this weapon here. She will turn, though, and fire back at the Venom Troll with her own Eldritch Blast. Still well within range. One one beam hits into it. Uh, only four force damage. And then it is the Venom Troll's turn. Uh, no. Does not recharge his Venom Spray, but is adjacent with Mia and Falzrin by the looks of it. Everybody but Shakara, just because, again, she's blinded. Um, so Shaft, Falzerin, and Mia, you, you you see this Venom Troll. You know, the scrapes that it's put into itself and it's suffered from some Ballista Bolts and some of the Paladin attacks, the majority of them start to start to close up and seal over and those wounds healing. It will bite into Mia. 21 to hit. It hits. 7 piercing damage. Ooh, eight poison damage, and you are poisoned for one minute. No. <laughs> oh, my apologies. You're actually poisoned until its next turn. But poison condition means you have disadvantage on your attack, uh, attacks and ability checks. Yep. It's going to follow up with a claw, though, on you. Ooh, it's only nine to hit, and it's just kind of ringing off of your armor and your shield. going to turn its attention to the more squishy wizard right in front of it for its last <laughs> claw. 19 to hit? Yeah, that's a hit. Ooh, you take uh, 14 slashing and 8 poison. The claw does not poison you, though. And uh, falls in your next. How beaten up does this Venom Troll look? It actually looks remarkably good, considering the damage is inflicted to itself and... What else is taken in this battle? Again, you, you saw some of those wounds just starting to knit up on their own and heal on on their own. How large is this troll? It is 10 by 10. Would you say that it has a, uh, a radius of 10 feet or less? It has a radius of 5 feet, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it has a radius. <laughs> it is quite bulbous. <laughs> <laughs> Almost spherical. It's actually... You've hurt its feelings a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Falzern is going to um, cast Wall of Force to create basically a circular bubble of force around this troll. So I can essentially make a uh, I can make a sphere that has a has a radius of up to ten feet, and it would basically just encapsulate this troll and prevent it from uh, moving anywhere or doing anything unless it's able to. Unless somehow the spell is broken. As for a reminder, if, if you need Leland, nothing can physically pass through the wall. It's immune to all damage, can't be dispelled by dispel magic, but disintegrate spell could destroy it, and it's a concentration spell, so I'll have to roll for concentration whenever I take damage. Oh, speaking of that, I took damage. Yes, thank you for remembering. So the uh, just roll, you, you, I guess it's one, it's one instance of damage, so just roll one uh, constitution saving throw, please. Eight. That, unfortunately, is a fail, and your storm does dissipate. Boo. Thanks, Bill. 
<laughs> All your phone. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bill. Uh, okay, well done, Bill. Uh, would you like to move anywhere? The second Neogi, remind me where the closest Neogi was. In, in well, one went over the side behind your little orb of force you've created here. Uh, and the other was all the way at uh, the bow. All right, so I've got drag on my left, this troll on my right, and then the Neogi went over the edge behind that troll. I think I'll stay where I am. The other end of the ship, the rock takes off, thrusting itself high up into the air about 50 feet to come immediately dipping right back down to the stern of the ship, dropping right next to Shaft and a crew on one of these ballistae. It will attempt to lash out at Shaft with its talons. Ooh, it critically failed. I like that. So it's going to slash into itself here. <laughs> Dealing 29 <laughs> damage to itself. Yeah! Here we go. Uh, it does still have a beak, though, it's going to try to get you with. And that is a 27 to hit. Yeah, I can't dodge that. Ooh, pull the bill and roll the d10. It's a d8. No, I usually go the other direction. Yeah. Roll the smaller <laughs> die than what I'm supposed to. That is only... Ooh, that's really low roll. That's only 25 piercing. Rot troll on the weapon. It's just going to start grabbing, again, those that can see. <laughs> Everyone pretty much minus Shakara. Grabbing Tinderman's toy soldiers. Again, then the, these toy soldiers... Like, for all intents and purposes, they're, they're lifeless. They're just standing there. And it's going to start ripping pieces off of the, these and just tearing into the parts of this weapon. See, on one of them, it, it pulls off one of its arms and severs its connection. That, that hose or tube that connects it to the weapon is now severed. Mia. Well, upset that my storm is gone, I'm going to use... Uh, another thing that was charged in my amulet. I have a destructive wave spell stored in there. It is a fifth level spell. I strike the ground, creating a burst of divine energy that ripples out from me, and each creature I choose within 30 feet of me must succeed on a con save throw. So I'm going to choose... It's pretty much just the rock and the venom troll within 30 feet of me, right? You won't be able to damage the venom He's troll. He's protected, yeah. Why? The wall of force... Yeah, that's correct. So you, but you can still get the, the rock. If I move to the middle of the boat, I can get the rock and the rock then. Yeah. And then there's no Neogi visible, right? That's correct. Uh, I'm guessing he can't have an opportunity attack with the wall of force there? The venom will not. The rock is large enough where you would be, dis you'd be leaving its engagement. So it would get to take a strike at you. Mm. Okay. Let it take a strike at me. So it actually uh, latches out with its talons here. Gets a adjusted 20 to hit. That hits. Another really low roll for 17 slashing. These talons, as it's going by you, they're large enough where it, it's struck into you and it grabs you. Oh. Until this grapple ends, the target is restrained and the rock can't use its talons on another target. What could I do? Because I'm pissed off at him. Let's see. Blow him up. Yeah. Uh, just as a reminder for the restrained condition, attack rolls against you have advantage. Your attack rolls have disadvantage, but I mean, you are already poisoned. And you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. And of course, your speed is zero and it can't benefit from any bonuses. Uh, you can also attempt to escape it because you still have your action. I'm so screwed right now. Mia is like unaware of how hurt she is, I think. She's going to do the destructive wave. So the rock can make a con save. Uh, gets an adjusted 20. 
Okay, so that saves. So it's going to take 16 thunder damage, 13 radiant damage. That's 29, so then half 29. And I'm going to call my uh, spiritual weapon to try to save me. Uh, remember, you because you can't do two leveled spells if one of them is a bonus action. Oh, right, right, right. Even though it's bonus action. Okay. Wasn't wasn't one in her amulet? Does that still count as a leveled spell? Um, I don't know. It was from my amulet, though. It says right here, as a free action, you can use a stored charge at any time you choose. You can only use one additional action of each type on your turn. Okay, so sorry. If that was from the amulet. Then, then you... You still do have your action then, because like it's a free use of the amulet. Okay, so let's cast my hammer then. Let's do it. Uh, again, a reminder: you do have your actions to try to escape this this grapple as well. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll try to escape. Yeah. Okay. Let's just try to escape then. What do I have to do? Uh, just make me a. So you can either do an athletics or an acrobatics to try to get out, and I have a DC for you to to match to get out. Okay, and I have disadvantage on this check. Because you are still poisoned. Yes. Oof, forgot about that. So one is 15, one is 20. Okay, you're, you're prying at these large taloned fingers of this bird, and you get like two of the three pried open until they clamp back shut on you. Not strong enough. Very close. If you had gotten the 20 as your only roll, you would have been out. Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Shaft. Okay, so I, I look over, I see these Neogi scurry over the side of the boat, and I remember something similar happened in the tower. They're, they're going to come back around, so I'm going to use uh, my action to uh, turn on my circlet. Then I'm going to use my bonus action of Nature's Veil to become invisible, and then run 25 feet down the boat uh, onto the main platform away from this uh, rock and towards the rock troll rock troll and shakara excellent uh Braun, he is going to invoke the power of thor of his own cleric abilities he's going to cast aid at a fourth level uh he's going to bolster his allies with toughness and resolve he's going to choose up to three creatures within range which is 30 feet from him so he can he will choose mia falzer and shaft uh, each target's hit point and hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration, but because it's a fourth level, you each get uh, an additional ten, so a total of fifteen more hit points and hit point maximum increased. Does he have to see me? I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> I was just going to let it go. <laughs> choose up to three creatures within range. So okay, good. He does not need to see you to to choose you. Uh, and that is his action. I think he's fine where he is. And uh, the Niyogi, out of sight. Out of our minds. <laughs> Where they shall stay. To the top with Shakar. At the beginning of your turn, Shakar, that creeping coldness, the depths of this void in space that this spell has opened, deals eight cold damage to you. Okay. Last turn, I should have laid on hands, but um, instead I'm going to step out of this and move over behind Hulsa. And I want to try to compel Duel, the troll. Uh, it must make a wisdom save. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> On a fail, the creature is drawn to me, compelled by my divine demand. For the duration, it has 
uh, which is one minute, and this is concentration. It has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than me, and must make a wisdom save each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from me. Uh, if it succeeds, the spell doesn't restrict the target's movement for that turn. The spell ends if I attack any other creature, or if I cast a spell that targets a hostile creature other than the target. If a creature friendly to me damages the target or casts a harmful spell on it, or if I end my turn more than 30 feet away from the target. So I will cast this and I will say, Do not attack the troll! And then I will attack it. Um, so that was a first level spell I that was a bonus action so I can cast a cantrip. Yeah. I want to cast Lightning Lure. Create a lash of lightning energy that strikes a creature at the troll. Um, and he must succeed on a strength save or be pulled 10 feet in a straight line towards me. It only gets a 9 for its save. Take 3d8 lightning damage. That's 15. And it is pulled 10 feet in a straight line towards me. Alright, yeah, your spell lashes out around it, wraps around its abdomen and, and you know, the lightning singeing its sloughing skin pulling it towards you and subsequently right into Hulsa. Do not hit it. It is mine. Hulsa chooses now to finally speak. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Grimby wrenches out, finally gets this paladin out of the hunger. And as he pulls him out, you see that what he has is a frozen block of a paladin who succumbed to the cold of this spell. Grimby like tries to gingerly like lay him down. In this heat of battle though, a little rushed, pieces of him kind of chunking off as these ice crystals break. Frozen blood, you know, you can see in, in, the, in the parts of him that are cracked off. Uh, okay, so unfortunately Grimby lost his rage last round because he didn't attack or get attacked. Although he took damage, I think it's fine. But um, he's heard what Shakara said, so he's actually going to start sprinting back towards the helm. Speak English, where's that? <laughs> back to the circle thing that steers the boat. <laughs> Drive, driver's seat. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The circle thing, gotcha. <laughs> Roger, Dodger. And he's going to yell, Hey, Greg, start taking us to the middle of the camp, to the other side. And the paladins are next. So the, the, you see this, there's this ballista crew like right, that the rock is right on top of them. Each of them taking their chances with their own weapons, drawing and just descending on this rock, just hacking and slashing into it. Hack its legs. <laughs> they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> they're basically the size of tree trunks, but they're trying. Greg, you see at the helm, which is his name's actually Darcy, twists the wheel, gives this big wheel a, a spin, kind of struggling with it a little bit. Uh, and, and, you know, the boat just starts to slowly turn before it kind of surges forward. Uh, kind of at a, a bit of a descending angle towards the center of camp, uh, as Grimby instructed. No other paladins seem to get out of the hunger of Hadar. Uh, but there are two more ballista crews that can aim and load. There's there's short man, though, so nobody can actually fire these this round. Uh, also is going to disengage from this rock troll <laughs> and get the heck out of there. You see her like shying away from that necrotic aura that is just kind of almost like pulsing in the air around this rock troll. 
But Halsa can Eldritch Blast the Rock. Uh, both are going to miss. Sail wide. Somehow missing this gargantuan bird on the deck of this ship. Venom Troll is just going to beat into this wall of force, unable to do anything. But again, Falzern and Mia, I guess, are close enough. Any of its wounds, just stitching up. Any any damage it suffered seems to be healing. I'm no longer poisoned. That is correct. You are no longer Woo. poisoned. Falzern. How badly beaten up does Mia look um, in the clenches of this massive bird? I look fine. Okay. Better than Shakara sounds like. Yeah, what, what about Shakara? How are you looking? Not too bad. A couple bit. A little bit worse for wear. So if I activate my circlet, I, I can't cast a spell. Uh, unless you have a bonus action spell. Part of Falzrin wants to activate his circlet. He knows that Niyogi probably aren't far, but he does like a good war cry. <laughs> Haven't done it in a that's while. What, that's what they say. He's got that itch. He sees how powerful this massive bird is that's basically right beside him. Mm-hmm. So, And if this Venom Troll happens to get out of this wall of force, he's sandwiched between the two of, the two of them. So he's going to cast a blank. rock and a, heart and a troll place. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So he will cast Blink. I wouldn't be able to move because I'd have to um, disengage, right? Yeah. So um, I will stay put, and that'll be all I do on my turn, I suppose. And we'll roll for Blink. Son of a gun. <laughs> oh, no. And remains in place. It's okay. I'm in the claws. You ca- he can't... Can he? Can he? Maybe? <laughs> we don't... Unfortunately, Blink fails. The rock turns his attention to you, Falzern. Going to try to pierce you with its beak. Uh, 19 to hit. That's a hit. Gotta take pecker damage. <laughs> 35 piercing damage. Oh, ouch. <laughs> oh, boy. How about that concentration, huh? Oh. Yes, please roll for that. <laughs> oh, no. Stop reminding him. <laughs> so that gets rid of the 15 that Braun gave me. Plus some. Seven. Is there any modifier to this roll? It's a constitution saving throw. The DC is 10 or half the damage you took, whatever is highest. So unless you have an 11 to your plus 11 to your constitution. You know what? (laughs) Falzern happens to be a a pretty sturdy wizard. No, no, I don't. I have plus zero to con. Okay, so Wall of Force is gone. uh, And the rock is not done yet. It takes off up into the air with Mia in tow. The paladins around it do get a passing swipe, though. It looks like two of them connect, just kind of trying to beat at the talons that are gripping Mia, but it takes off into the air over the edge and drops Mia. Oh, shit. And because of uh, Greg Darcy's maneuvering, we're not quite at that 100 feet. We're about only at 70 feet. So that is uh, only 76. It's less than a fireball. That's not that bad. Ooh, a lot of lows. He'll bounce. He'll be fine. Uh, 20 bludgeoning damage as you hit the ground, careening into one of the tents in the in this encampment, crashing through, and it just kind of folding in and then the fabric getting wrapped up uh, around you. Rot Troll. Compelled to contend with Shakara. First, a bite. Uh, 13 to hit. That's going to miss. 
followed by a claw, adjusted 20, and a second claw, uh, adjusted 20. I will hellish rebuke at second level after you tell me the damage. Uh, all right, so I'll give you these kind of in, diff- in the two instances because of your armor reduction. First claw, uh, 12 slashing and 10 necrotic damage. Second claw, 13 slashing and only two necrotic damage. Whew, that hurt. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to rebuke. Oh, yeah, I do. Burn! Gets a 12 for its deck save. It did not make it, so it is going to take 19 points of damage. Ooh, good job. Con save on the duel. Yeah. What do I need to make it? Uh, well, you have to roll two instances. I rolled an 11 and an 18. Uh, well, the 11 is the first one. It's a fail, so you lose concentration on it. Unfortunately. Fudge. Okay, so no more duel. That would have been so cool. <laughs> would have been cool. The duel was cool for a little bit. But now you just look like a fool. <laughs> uh, so at the end of its turn... I've lost it! I've lost it! What'd you say? Is that implying that we can attack it? <laughs> yes. Shakara's lost it? <laughs> She's out of her mind again. (laughs) At the end of its turn, that aura pulsing out, and any creature within five feet of it takes 14 necrotic damage, which is only Shakara and this paladin adjacent to it, but that's enough to kill that paladin. Shakara is not looking good. Mia, on the ground. Looking up, can I see the Niyogi? Uh, yeah, from all the way down, uh, seven feet above, you can see the Niyogi. It looks like they have crawled to uh, a wing, each of them on the base of the a wing of this ship, and it looks like they're tearing and biting into it. A, nogi, a Niyogi on the left side at the front of the ship, and a Niyogi on the right side at the back of the ship. I'm just trying to figure out if I attack them or the rock. What's the rock looking like? Pretty good. Hasn't been hit too hard. Yeah, you. I mean, you saw what the other one survived from the blast of the weapon. Uh, and while that did significant damage to it, like, it didn't one-shot it, you know what I mean? Got a lot of health. Seems they're very, very sturdy. Okay, well, Mia's gonna bank on the fact that these Neogi might be controlling this rock. So she's gonna, um, she's gonna call lightning and target. I can target a point. And you, you can see both of them, so you could pick which one you'd want to try to zap. Yeah, I'm going to zap the one at the back wing because it's closest to the party, I think. And I'm channeling I'm channeling divinity on this, so they need to make a dex save. Uh, 16. That fails. Oof, that's a good DC. So that takes uh, 50 lightning damage. And my storm's up again. Okay, wow. Well done. Direct hit on that Neogi, and it jolts and freezes up for a second as that electricity just courses through it. Still able to to stay up there on the wing, though. It's not dead. It's still up, but significantly hurt. Like, severely, severely hurt. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Also, keep in mind that the ship is still moving forward, so it's going to get further and further away from you the longer you stay. I don't know what I can do about that. I guess I can move my full 30 feet. Yep. Yep. And just try to follow that for now. Absolutely. Uh, the ship certainly looks significantly faster than what you're going to be able to move on foot, obviously, but... Because now my storm 
so like my storm cloud appears and it's pretty big it's a 60 foot radius and 120 foot range so i think my storm mike at least could be calling lightning for a little bit further than i could even keep up type thing right absolutely okay uh shaft okay so i reappear at the beginning of my turn right next to grimby <laughs> and then i'm going shaft. to <laughs> hey hm uh, 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 stay there and I'm going to run 25 feet across the deck, sort of uh, balancing between these beams that are crossed that sort of go down into the lower deck. I'm going to uh, take Shakara's sword out of my bag of holding and slide it across the deck. Uh, looks like about 20 feet down to her. Do you want me to do any kind of roll or check on that? <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't, you give me, why don't you give me an acrobatics to perform this? 17. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, you draw, drawing the ebony sword, sliding across the wood, and it just hits right into Shakar's boots. I'll slide it and go, here you go! And then I pull my bow out and shoot to, I'm going to shoot into the Venom Troll as I see it's uh, attacking Falzern. For those of you listening in the car, he said B-O-O-T-S. Shakar's B-O-O-T-S. <laughs> what did I say? You said boots, but in a car, it might sound like boots. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Shakar has come a very long way as far as the the hagen the hagening. If her boobs are already hitting the deck of the boat, <laughs> <laughs> she's full hag. The hagening, I love that. The hagening. Oh my gosh! All right, so my first arrow was a twelve to hit. I assume misses. That does miss. Yeah. And my second attack, uh, my second arrow goes with a 25, and that's a 18 piercing damage. Well done, to the Venom Troll. As your arrow hits him, t- full effects, but you hit kind of one of its fatty pots and kind of one of the, these boils that are kind of all over his body, and it just pops open, emitting a, a poison cloud. I really hate boils. Straight off of his back, over the side of oh, the boat, onto right. the Neogi. Just disgusting. Falzern and, awesome. and uh, two <laughs> paladins uh, worth in five feet will each take nine poison damage. Not too much. But they're poisoned. Nope. Uh, n- actually, they're not poisoned. Dang it. Why? <laughs> seems unfair. Don't wish well, poisoning like, on I'm your just party saying. members. <laughs> All right. If I'm going to be poisoned, you're all going to be poisoned. <laughs> exactly. I'm a child. Okay. Bron, what kind of... Mia! Uh, oh, yeah. Surging. <laughs> Don't jump. <laughs> so, yeah, he just dives over after Mia. I'll catch you. <laughs> no, but he, he kind of runs to the, to the edge and looks over and, like, sees you, right? I mean, he's see, of course, he's seen the cloud up uh, and, you know, just confirming with his own eyes that, that you're fine. And he will... Turn back. I assume Shakara is looking pretty hagening. Yeah, I'm staggering. <laughs> My boobs are about to hit the floor. They oh, are hitting no. the deck, buddy. <laughs> and they're perky, so that your whole body's going to hit the floor. <laughs> well, that's going to deal some serious damage to the boat. Yeah, that's perk damage. <laughs> Okay. All right, rain it in I here. Was to, I was about to ask if it was cold out. This is bad. Piercing damage. <laughs> I just got piercing. Well, she nipples. wasn't a hunger of either. 
<laughs> Braun is going to use his last fourth level spell slot and cast Aura of Life. Concentration up to 10 minutes. The, you see the air kind of almost like the opposite of what's emanating around the troll, right? The air takes on this this almost like pacified kind of feeling to it. And, and those uh, in this the aura, this 30-foot radius from Braun, which, uh, of course, those are who are not hostile to him. You have resistance to necrotic damage. Your hit point maximum can't be reduced. In addition, a non-hostile living creature regains one hit point when it starts its turn in the aura if it has zero hit points. So he's got that up. He's going, he's trying to make his way over to Shakara. Unfortunately, charging to the deck to check on Mia ate up a bit too much of his movement to quite get Shakara into the aura. But uh, only really Mia can see on the ground. You see the Niyogi just continue to, to tear into the sails. And, and you all kind of feel the momentum of the ship starts to slow it almost like it, it chugs like as if someone's like you tap on the brakes too hard right all of a sudden it kind of like lurches and begins to slow as it's a manual transmission Grimby that's right still figuring yeah still, <laughs> or greg sorry greg's still figuring it out and uh back to the top of shikara touch yourself touch it i could or i could blight the troll do your thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna blight him. I'm, I'm mad at him. Um, I want to take him Get down. Him, I don't want him to be able to attack the toy soldiers anymore. Necrotic, sorry, necromantic, necromantic, necromantic energy watches over the troll, draining moisture and vitality from it. He makes a con save. Ooh, you do not want that moisture. But my skin, it'll be so soft. Seventeen <laughs> for its con save. Ah, fudge muffins. <laughs> Watch your language. <laughs> so it'll take half damage from 8d8. Ooh, got a lot of 8s. 46. Half of 46. As you blight the rot troll, even though it's, it makes it save, that necromantic energy that you wash over it, it seems to stand up a little taller as you do. And if it had lips, I described them as having already rotted away, like it's it would have. It would be like grinning, and it seems to have zero effect. Ah, uh, no. Oh, you did necrotic damage. Well, tried. Frick. I'm just gonna say it. Shit. <laughs> Not quite the word I thought was gonna come up, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> is that everything? I think my lay on hands is an action, so I can't do that. That's all I'm gonna do. Did I heal it? It doesn't look like you healed it, no. It just had no effect. Okay. Grimby was charging for the steering wheel, a.k.a. the helm. But seeing what's happening with Shakara, he's going to use his bonus action. Well, first he's going to move up to it. Up to the rot troll. Bonus action is rage, which ignites his storm ancestry and his, his rage. The rot troll had to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, does pass. Unfortunately, doesn't do anything. Uh, but Grimby will hack into it with his axe. One, one good hit here. Ooh, Grimby, seventeen slashing with his axe. Ooh, the rot troll is not looking great. It looks like there are pieces of the skin coming off of it 
that shouldn't be coming off of it. Everything else up to this date <laughs> looked natural, but these <laughs> clearly not what's supposed to be happening. Paladins. Two ballistae that were previously loaded are ready to fire now. Both of which are going to turn on this rock troll. Oh my goodness. It's only a 14 and a 13. Both of which are not good enough. The crews, though, at the uh, stern of the ship manning the ballistae can turn it on the rock, though. Rock's still up in the air. Oh, shit. I should have picked up the damn sword. <laughs> 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 Well, it looks like oh. <laughs> it, your boobs were covering it up. <laughs> These crews have a better better luck with the uh, 25 and a 22, which these ballistae bolts do 3d10 damage. Total of 32 damage. Uh, next in line is Hulsa, which she is going to use one of her coveted slots here. She's scorching rays at a fifth level. So that should be five beams at the rock troll. 16 is a hit, 22 is a hit, 13 is a miss, 10 is a miss, 18 is a hit, and a critical fail, unfortunately. Oh. Shakar, roll me percentile die. 35. Critical fail deals eight fire damage to Grimby. The three other beams on target, though, 25 fire damage to the rock troll. Nice. Good one, Hulsa. Other than, you know, hitting Grimby. <laughs> and uh, you, you see that uh, it, it's it's aura. It seems almost like the fire has like burned away like these vapors and, and it has suppressed it. Venom Troll still next to an unblinked Falzern. But also next to Paladin. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and it uh, unfortunately rolls a six on its yes. recharge ability. Nice. Wait, is oh, six that's good or bad. bad? That's a bad thing. Oh, wait. It takes its claws and digs into its belly again, releasing its 15-foot cone of poison. So, Falzerin, could you make me constitution saving throw, please? That's a seven. Yeah, that's going to be a fail. Wait, do I have any sort of effect that gives me better saving throws for meeting the feast or anything like that? Oh, it does. It, um... It's cured of all diseases and poison. It becomes immune to poison and being frightened. And all wisdom saves are with advantage. So you wanted a uh, wisdom saving throw? No, it was con, which you got a seven on. (laughs) I know. But we shouldn't have been poisoned. Whoops, that's my bad. Yeah, sorry, I didn't uh, realize that also. Uh, But, okay, so Falzern, because of your hero's feast, you are immune to the 26 poison damage that you would have taken from this venom troll. Unfortunately, the paladins do not fair quite as well we need to keep eating keep remember yeah i remember <laughs> that those the, those paladins on, on the bliss side though just choking and clawing at their own throats as they inhale this cloud they kind of go just pale sickly green scratches in their flesh and they just collapse to the deck they should have had breakfast with should us have had a good breakfast right mm. it is the most, most important, important meal, meal of the day, day. <laughs> most important falzerin you're up um falzerin is concerned one of his friends has gone over the side. He doesn't quite know her fate, except that he's seen her cast a spell, so that's reassuring. Shakar is looking very bad. He's got this huge troll beside him. Um, he's going to reach for his bag of holding and reach into it and say, Denny, Denny, are you in there? He's going to usher Denny out. 
As excited as ever, Denny comes shooting out of your bag. He's say, all right, be careful, buddy, but I need you to try and do something. You remember Mia? She's she's down she's down on the ground. You need to go help her. But there's there's a huge flying monster. You're gonna have to be careful. So I'm not sure how much of that Denny will be able to understand, but he's hoping that Denny will have some idea of what, what I'm trying to direct him to do. Okay, roll me a persuasion check. It's going to be a dog that comes back with the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's going to come back with Quartermaster Catherby. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you the rock back. So, uh, 22. Okay, very well done. Uh, can then you also give me a uh, set of percentile, please? Uh, 26. Denny shoots off at its flying speed in the direction of the rock. You see it kind of gets to the edge of the boat and then dips down, like directly down towards the ground, kind of disappearing from sight. And Mia, you're, you're kind of looking up and you see Denny kind of slip over the side and start <laughs> to come towards you. I'm, I'm worried about Denny's fate with this flying beast here, but I'm also worried about Mia, so I think it's worth the risk. And then um, I will cast, I see Shakara, she's taking a beating over there. I am going to cast Polymorph on Chikara and change her into a giant ape. Something she's experienced, I think, at least once before. Okay, so that's my action. I'm still engaged with this massive, disgusting troll beside me, so um, I'm not going to move. And then that will be all I can do because I, uh, I don't want to take an opportunity attack from this troll beside me. So I will roll for Blink. Fudge! No, a three. The rock, swooping in the air, catch, catch, catches back up to the ship as the ship again is kind of still in this forward motion. Slow down, though. It's moving about 60 feet around. It kind of spies the next largest thing and swoops towards Ape Kara. <laughs> Ape Kara, yes. Kind of slamming down like on top of a paladin, just crushing him underfoot. Uh, and, and you know the this the size of the two of these <laughs> of the rock and the, and ape Kara just dwarf even the ballista that they're kind of both dancing around and struggling and combating around. Uh, it will try. It just it's yeah. It's just come down to attack you. It's gonna try to talon and beak you. Uh, talons is a twenty three to hit. Oh, yeah, that really hits. Uh, 25 slashing, and you are grappled and restrained. And now that you are restrained, it will follow with a beak, which it has advantage on now. Uh, which it <laughs> did need, because that is a 31 to hit. 25 piercing. The rot troll is going to turn back to the toy soldiers. And just rips into another one, just decimating it. You see, though, it looks like it's kind of moving a little more slowly, you know, a little more sluggishly. Um, it's, it's suffered just horrendous damage. Again, even over top of its just decaying flesh, uh, it looks very close to being dead. Mia. Uh, do I see Denny? You do. Uh, Denny is still about 40 feet away from you in the air. I am going to... I'm not going to channel, but I'm going to call lightning on the same Neogi I hit last time. It got a six for its dexterity saving throw. Okay, so 22 lightning damage. 
that Neogi is just incinerated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. Falzern, you see a, you know, you see this bolt of lightning kind of rain down near the side of the ship, right? I mean, you can't see its target. But the the troll, the venom troll, its, it's stare goes blank for a second. And then again, it's almost as if, you know, it's like waking up. And it starts to look around and it has a look of confusion. I would like to add that I move my full movement. Even though I'll be falling behind, I'm still trying to keep up with the ship. Absolutely. So you're able to close, though, and now Denny is, like, almost within, like, if you jump, you can almost grab Denny. It's just kind of right above you. Shaft. Okay, I I sort of, after I pumped a couple arrows at the Venom Troll, I turn around, I look at, and I see Ape Kara and uh, grappled. I look over at Grimby Chum. Looks like he's heading over to the Rot Troll. Uh, I stare back at Falzerin, and I think, oh, he's a dead man. So I uh, take my full movement of 25 feet. It gets me up next to the Venom Troll, and I pull out my uh, my scimitar and sword of oozes from the uh, uh, bag of holding and attack the Venom Troll. First attack, 28 to hit. <laughs> 21 points of slashing damage. Yeah, you're, you're cutting into it, and that poison is just blasting up from it, but both because of the hero's feast, you and Falls are unaffected by it. It just has a very nasty stench to it. I, I start <laughs> and swing again. Uh, 28 to hit for the second one, which is 16 points of damage. And then I will use the short sword of oozes for my bonus offhand. That is uh, 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits so that is acid damage along with that. So it's 25 total. Bron, it's going to just continue moving uh, towards the rot troll. Actually, he's able to position himself to put basically all of the party members in his aura of life. Uh, just in case anyone were to go down or to suffer necrotic damage. But uh, with his action, he's going to sacred flame the rot troll. Oh, critical hit. Attaboy, Bron. Yeah, Bron. That's, that's my brother. Uh, dealing 21 radiant damage and just blasting the the rot troll like into the hunger of Hadar, as you know the the troll goes limp and just slides across the deck through the darkness. Kind of bowls into some of the paladins that are, they look like they're frozen in place and they're knocking them over and they're shattering, you know the, the pellets of frozen blood just kind of skittering across the deck. One yogi left. This guy, out of spell slots, though. Mia, you see that uh, it, it's going to continue to just tear into the wing. And it's it's kind of moving down it and has moved down to... Uh, I mean, the, the wings, they're, they're basically like, think of the shape of a bat wing, essentially, right? Kind of this frame, this metal frame part of the wing. And then this, this kind of canvas or, or leather type of material that, you know, gives it the lift... And it's just clawing into that long streaks through that material. The, sh the boat starts to shift and lean to that side and kind of to the to the front as this wing is starting to... to it's losing its ability to, to keep this side aloft. Shakara. It. Kara. <laughs> Seeing the rock troll taken care of, I am going to fist attack the rock. First attack's an 11 to hit. Ooh, that is a miss. Uh, also, I will remind you that you're restrained, so your attacks have disadvantage. Oh. 
Can I try and break free? Yes, uh, but you did already just use your action to start your multi-attack. Okay, my second hit is a uh, 12. Yeah, I miss again. That's all I can do. I'm going to spit at it. <laughs> Grimby, charging in towards the rock. She's two swipes. He gets two, uh, two 13s of his own, actually. Dang, double fours. Halsa. Halsa still has slot. She's going to go for another Scorching Ray on this on this rock. So another five beams at it. She's going to go all out. Her mom's getting threatened. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I think this is going to be great. Lowest is a 15. So all five hit. 27 fire damage. Just Ray, 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 Ray. Nice. We have a new party member named Ray. And everyone's excited about him. Ray, 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 Ray. <laughs> Hulsa's very excited. That's the only way Hulsa can say his name. Venom Troll. Its skin still sizzling from the acid damage from your sort of oozes. You see that its wounds, though, fail to close up and fail to heal. But it is going to turn to the source of damage here. That look of confusion being replaced by a look of anger. And I think generally, like some of these creatures that you see uh, that have been mind controlled, you haven't seen intense emotions from a creature that is under the effect of the Nyogi, right? Clearly, this Venom Troll is showing a far greater level of emotion than you've ever seen. It's, it's clear that it's no longer under control of the Nyogi. I like to make an impact. <laughs> but it's going to try to uh, bite and two claws on Shaft. Bite is a critical hit. Oh. Little less impressive, though, with your immunity to poison. 16 piercing damage. The poison doesn't matter. And because you can't be poisoned, its bite does not poison you. Two claws, however. Oof. Man, oh, man. Another critical hit and a critical fail. <laughs> claws seem to do a little more damage. Uh, 22 slashing. Again, poison is completely negated. But at the, its own cloud clinic, he scrapes across himself, emitting that cloud again that just doesn't affect the two of you. But does damage itself. Uh, dealing 8... Uh, no, sorry, that's 10 slashing to itself. That hurts. It, though, uh, you know, after having clawed into itself, no longer healing, it seems, those those kind of bulbous, sacky portions of its body, it seems like they're, they're, they're starting to almost look deflated and, and saggy as this thing's movements too are, are slowing down. Still able to rain every attack it can get out there, but it's taking all of its effort to do so. Falzern. Alright, so this troll has turned its attention away from me, but I'm still engaged with it. So I would need to use an action to disengage and get away. I, I would assume I'm aware that this ship is lurching downward toward the front left, right? And, and I know there's four wings. That's correct. Um, I can't see the Neogi from where I am, but I did see it go over the side of the ship. I think I'm going to take a chance and hope that I can cast a spell that will affect... If it is the Neogi that's damaging a wing up there that's causing this effect on the ship, I'm going to just hurl a spell in that direction and hope that I'm close enough to affect it, even though I can't see it. Um, so... I am going to use my last fourth level spell slot to cast Gravity Sinkhole up toward the front left of the ship, just basically 
fairly close to where the wing would attach. And it, it does have an area of effect, so I'm hoping to catch the Neobi within this. Con save? Oh, <laughs> it gets a three. And uh, I was just reviewing my character sheet. Oh, boy. And realizing that I have um, I've not been adding my intelligence modifier to uh, evocation spell damage this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so about right. So I will right. do it this time. Sounds like you need a new character sheet. No, no, no. Uh, don't open I mean, that can of It's written on there. <laughs> so 37 plus 4. So uh, 41 uh, force damage. And then it would also be pulled toward the center of where this spell is if it, if it failed to save. Those on deck see this Yogi lifting into the air like weightlessly. And of course me on the ground. But finally, those on, on deck can see where this yogi is and, and what, where it has been. And then it just dropped as the spell's effects dissipate. Falling down, missing the wing, plummeting to the ground the 60 feet to take 21 bludgeoning damage combined with the gravity sinkhole enough for it to just splat as it... It misses the tents, but it lands right in the middle of one of the walkways. The hunger of Hadar disappears, revealing the many dead paladins within. Ape Kara, you kind of see a similar thing that the, the Venomfrel went through, the, the, the rock. Uh, I mean, it's a bird, so it doesn't look confused, but its pupil like kind of like dilates, right? And, you know, its mannerisms change slightly. I want to try and break free. Sure, on your turn. But it is the rock's turn. Seeing that it has you in its grip, uh, I think instincts are going to kick in and it's going to try to beak you. Yeah, that's what I figured. Which it has advantage, which definitely needs uh, 31 to hit with its beak. Uh, 21 piercing. And because it has a hold on you, you can't do anything with its talons. It does, though, try to take off with you. It tries to lift you oh, up. I'm too heavy for it, surely. It's gonna make... Well, it's... it's Pick you me are pretty up. large. Oh, come on, Mia. <laughs> Talking about an ape here. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make its, its uh, strength check here to try to get you up. I'm thinking heavy thoughts. <laughs> I mean, its uh, strength is very good. Oh, yeah. It gets a, it gets a 19. So, you feel your, your eight feet kind of start to lift off the deck as it gets about 20 feet of height uh, struggling. Okay, and the boat kind of slowly moving under your feet because it's still moving forward. Mia, you can, Denny is with you now. Denny is with you. You would have moved with Falzerin, so you can you can get on Denny if you want. Sure. I'll get on Denny. I saw the Neogi fall to his death. My plan was to try to zap him with my storm because before it goes like out of range because my storm doesn't move so uh how high up is the boat like would i be able to fly up on denny you could make it with uh denny's like a double move on denny which would be 100 feet so i'd have to double move and then not be able to take an action yeah yeah hmm that would get you, like, up on the deck, though, not just, like, next to the boat, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, like, is there a point where I could fly to in my turn and see a point to call my lightning? Because, basically, I have to see the point. 
from the ground, unfortunately, you can't climb high enough to see over the deck of the ship. Close, though. And I'm not just going to, like, shoot it at anybody. Yeah. Would I be able to see the rock? Because it's huge. Yeah, if you, want, if you take your move to climb up, you can definitely see the rock above, to like, 20 feet with Ape Kara in its talons in the air above the boat. So I'm going to fly my movement on Denny, and then with my last ability to call lightning, because it's only 120 feet and it doesn't move like I was saying, um, I'll zap at the rock. Please don't drop her on the ground. Well, the rock only gets a nine for a Zex save. And like the point that you had to choose before when you zapped the first rock, it's because of its size, Ape Car is not affected because she would not consider to be within five feet of the strike. Okay, nice. So that's 26 lightning damage. Yeah, you, you, you see it, it like kind of falter in its flight. Not enough to drop itself or drop Ape Car. Uh, Shaft. I'm going to try to finish this uh, this Venom Troll off. So uh, as I as I see Falzern still casting spells and sort of drawing its attention towards me, I'm going to move up to the upper deck here and uh, sort of draw its attention away from Falzern and attack it with my scimitar. If there was anybody in the party to pull an upper decker, I would have guessed it to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 22 to hit. 13 points slashing damage. More poison cloud just pluming out of this deflating troll. St- like still, though, like just not affecting you and falls. All right, second attack. Uh, 22 again. I'm going to uh, sort of swing around as I as I come back across I'm going to try to take out its at right about the kneecap level and uh, try to slice up his leg with uh, 17 points of damage and you hit exactly where you want to slicing into se- severing his leg at, at the knee at the, your impact point and it just falls over slumping to the ground and just kind of a <sighs> deflates one last plume of poison cloud and then it ceases to move ah perfect then i will uh turn and and finish my movement that i have left and run back down the steps towards the rock and that's our show for more aspire information visit encouragableparty.com where you can find all of our social media links twitter instagram and facebook as well as our Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini-campaigns. Our theme music was created by Josh Jarvis. For any of your musical needs, you can contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays provided by tabletopaudio.com. And of course, our show sponsor, Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit criticalhitdesign.com. Happy adventuring.